0: what's up folks you are tuned into the failing frequency i am ethan and i'm mike and we are beaming the latest in star trek news and entertainment directly into your subs to base relay networks right up in them right inside them right into you right up into you how you doing mike
1: yeah i'm I'm surviving mate i'm surviving i'm pulling through the days i'm telling people to fuck off
0: it's great yeah how about yourself I'm good man um chaos just kind of swirls all around me um yeah. in in, uh, in my various workplaces and I remain um untouched by all of it Perfect. um in in hospitality there's an old saying you can't be in the weeds if you don't give a fuck sounds good to me sounds good to me yeah, uh, we got some news to get through this week, whole bunch of stuff. But um, when I started the day, I thought there's there's not been that much trick related stuff, but turns out that's not true. No. Uh, so a few bits to get to, and then we've got the latest episode of Lower Decks,
1: the least dangerous game. The so least dangerous time codes game. below if you're skipping through to that. But uh, first on to news,
0: I suppose. Yeah, man. Uh, So, first bit of news, uh, actually, dropped while we were recording last week, Mm. so that's why we're going to get it out of the way first. Um, Mike, what do you reckon Denise Crosby confirming that she's going to be in Star Trek Picard Season
1: 3? I think we already knew she was going to be in Season 3, but it was saying that she was going to be Tasha Yar, or hinting that she was going to be Tasha
0: Yar. Yeah, there's a very kind of a convoluted... Thing here, um, so this was at um, the 56-year mission, the, uh, the mm. Star Trek convention in Las Vegas that happened Vegas, last week. Yeah, man, the the, the place with the uh, the trip and read karaoke and um, yeah, uh, all that lo- highlight. And, yeah, and Lorel's Klingon yoga. Yeah, um, but there was a few panels, and Denise Crosby spoke at one and said. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's it's. Sorry, I'm I'm seeing all kinds of different silly quotes. I don't want to give too much away, uh, but I'm going to tell you that you will see Tasha Tashiya. But I'm not going to tell you how. You've just got to watch. What what I think she might have um, maybe said a bit too much. She's, she said too much, really. I think she's maybe said a bit too much and then yeah. tried to walk walk it back.
1: Because I I think when this season got announced and it was gonna be a female villain and a load of people went, Oh, it's gonna be seala man. It's gonna be Seila because you know, she's still like hanging out there in the world. Mm-hmm. And if they just said um Denise Crosby I just was spilled back, beer
0: on myself. Ah uh,
1: don't get out,
0: leave it in, zoom into it.
1: I'll I'll zoom down. Zoom show down. Show everyone,
0: show everyone how gross I am. I am very gross.
1: Gross all over. But yeah, and if if they just said, "Oh, Denise Crosby's back," and just left her at that, it would have been, "Oh man, Seela, Seela, Seela." And to be fair, it could still be Seela, yeah. But it really narrows down stuff if you're saying, "Oh, Tasha Yar's back."
0: Yeah, really does. I, I I do think that's what's happened. She's maybe miss She's maybe done a bit of a Tom Holland. She's yeah. maybe said a bit too much, and then she's gone. But uh, like, yeah, you'll see. Oh, yeah, you'll see Tasha. But I mean, but um. I'm not going to tell you how. Yeah. Ooh, it might be a dream.
1: I mean, it's not like um all good things where she can just pretend to be um Sevens, she are yeah. in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's she the aging or it's alternate universe or it is oh what happened when she got sent back to the past. There there's
0: there's free options for it really. <laughs> and maybe she's which. The, maybe maybe she's the prophet. Ooh, we can go into maybe, that weird white maybe, space. Maybe she's the prophets. Honestly, like I, it, like oh, oh all in all, like a lot of the a lot of the news coming out of 56 year mission has been kinda of, it's it's a bit meh. Um I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed. Like this is a bit of a spoiler. There there are no sordid stories of, of Las Vegas debauchery coming up.
1: No. I would have preferred no news about the upcoming shows. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to know that tashiar's back. I would have rather been surprised by R. Mm. The same way last season, I thought we were going to be surprised by Cisco. Like episode yeah. two, where it says on like uh, Seven's like board, oh General Cisco. I was like, oh man, oh man, you're building us up here now. It's check off Cisco. Oh, oh, oh. Fire that gun, and then they come never on. Did.
0: Um, you know, if it's it would be been the same with R, cool. great could have just had him had his voice yeah God how how much would people have gone mental if they just heard Avery Brooks's voice over a calm on, on Star Trek Picard? imagine though he would have been like um Monday Jazz
1: wired up Avery Brooks so while he's trying to be a general rather than overacting like he does in the mirror universe or anything like that he'd be like yeah
0: um yeah yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've we've dealt it's like with the
1: rebels. He's just playing a piano in front of him. It's like jazz. Yeah. Catching rebels is like jazz.
0: Next bit of news: um, yeah. IDW have uh, released some stuff for um, issue one of of Star Trek Picard Stargazer, the uh, the the comic book tie in series. Mm-hmm. And there's a very interesting detail going on here. Yeah, uh, so seven of nine is in Starfleet uniform with the, the rank As of commander. Thought. Yeah, and is wearing a gold uniform the gold uniform of operations, engineering, and, and security. How what do we she? reckon of that?
1: Seven would be a good fit for engineering or security
0: operations. You know, yeah. I could see, I could see um, a seven of nine in Data's chair. Yeah,
1: her place on the Voyager bridge, like right behind. They didn't have a seat for her because she couldn't sit down in that katsu.
0: Which is like, where can we fit an iPad? Yeah, yeah,
1: was pretty much operations anyway.
0: Yeah, they, that's why they, Garrett yeah. Wang
1: got less and less to do.
0: Um, like, obviously, she like she, her role was astrometrics. So, like, I always said that, that it would have been cool if, in the last series of Voyager, they brought in the, uh, you know, the the first contact era uniforms with the grey shoulders and the coloured undershirt. Hmm. Um, Seven, as in, in astro, astrometrics, she she would have been wearing blue. Yeah, she would have been wearing the blue of science. But obviously, her in this, she's a commander. In yeah, in yeah, yeah, when she went when she did some time travel shenanigans. Yeah. Um, it's not like it didn't you know, sue her. No. But yeah, Yellow. Operations, I can see her kind of working through through there because she is efficient, you know, like data. Yeah. You know, Operations is a good route to command.
1: For all we you know, she could have been um, like Lower Decks Rutherford did in Season 1 or Season 2, where he went through all the different roles, all the divisions yeah. to like train up quicker.
0: Probably all like, well, well, I'm thinking more like with Mariner in season one, when she got promoted briefly as like, to learn a lesson. Yeah. To learn a lesson and she she, she got put in gold. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Some light news. Uh, Jack Quaid has confirmed uh, that for the Strange New Worlds Lower Decks live action crossover, um, he will have purple hair Yeah. yeah they've they've had like proper tailored uniforms he's got purple hair he says that he's tried to work some of his expressions that it, and some of like his movements that he has on in in lower decks mm. um, into his performance how do you think that's going to work out uh the movements probably not great
1: <laughs> everyone should understand a, a you know animation is probably overly animated the characters are overly animated in it. A
0: bit of that. Do you there is going to be any of that?
1: Oh man, you could appear on like one of these weird <sighs> fetish websites oh. now. Oh yes. Ho- oh mate, I hope so. But we—he you- was on stage. Was it the Vegas one, or was it? I don't know the one before that, where he had on a purple wig and he was wearing a makeshift.
0: Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they—they they were all wearing it. Yeah, they yeah. looked. They looked like they were having fun.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it'll look fine, and looking forward to it.
0: Heck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just more examples of, of, you know, that thing I love of, of embracing the camp. Yeah. You know, good stuff. The two best shows currently coming together. Absolutely. Yep. Um. So, it's been announced that um, the director that was signed on for uh, the 4th movie in the Star Trek Kelvin timeline uh, franchise. Matt Shackman has stepped away from the project. Sad news, are you surprised, Mike? No! <laughs> <laughs> if if uh, You'll
1: notice how quickly that came out. If anyone, anywhere is surprised that um, Star Trek 4 is getting delayed... You haven't been paying attention. You haven't been paying attention. It, they, they are... As of last month, they were still saying it was going to come out in 2023, but they had no scripts to the actors. No fucking way. Um, you know, the, the director has now gone off to do Fantastic Four at Marvel, I believe, is why he's left.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Matt Scheckman um, you know, made one division, which was fantastic. Um yeah you know he has a, his he has a background of working in tv and stuff would have been a, you know in a, yeah. in another universe in another timeline in a kelvin timeline of this k- timeline mm. um he would have made a great director a great choice for for this project especially as um,
1: someone for one division understanding like different eras of television having someone understand different eras of star trek would have been great mm-hmm. but alas the movie's not going to be made anyway
0: so no it's not why, happening why still be a director of a movie that's not going to get made Yeah we like like honestly it's it's just so not going to happen
1: No No
0: No one wants it no one wants to no one wants to have it no one wants to see it and no one wants to make it
1: Yeah I tell you what if if a star trek four movie comes out in 2023 for in that kelvin timeline I will order online a kangaroo bollock and eat it on stream. Yeah, that's
0: that's how confident I
1: am that nothing is going to happen on this.
0: Star Trek Two is coming out in cinemas though. That's a film that's happening.
1: And this is Star, Star Trek Two, the actual Star Trek Two wrap of cards. Yeah,
0: they're making they're making Star Trek Two again, again. Yeah.
1: Well uh, <laughs> I mean, so... <laughs> but, uh, remakes on so, other
0: stuff. Yeah. So. Um... Uh, coming from sources all over the shop, mostly from wherever you can buy cinema tickets. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan uh, is getting a cheeky little re-release in cinemas. Yeah. Fully restored. Like, is it a director's cut? I believe it is. It's it's
1: director's cut.
0: It's a director's Um, cut? Is it in 4K? It's going to look fit. It's going to look like it was filmed yesterday. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, you said something about three pound cinema tickets day to me earlier. What's this? Yeah, so on in a number of countries
1: across the world, Saturday this weekend, uh, Saturday the third, yeah, third, um, it is World Cinema Day, which means a load of cinemas across across the Western world are doing cinema tickets for three pound or three dollars plus probably a pound for booking fee because they're all bastards. This what coincides with uh, Rap of Khan, so I'm seeing Rap of Khan for £4 pounds this weekend. I might have to do this. Mm. I think I might
0: have to. It's well worth it, man. £4 pounds yeah, for man. seeing it in the cinema. Uh, so, more news from, um, from Star Trek Las Vegas. But on a panel that featured... John Billingsley, uh, Dr. Phlox, uh, Connor Trenier, or Trip from Enterprise, uh, Dominic Keating, Malcolm Reed, and Anthony Montgomery, Travis Mayweather. Um, the, uh, the most notable point of their conversation, apparently, because it's the only thing that I've found reported from the entire panel, um, when asked about, uh, in a, during a light conversation about episodes or scenes the actors didn't enjoy filming, Montgomery got a bit more serious, saying, if I have to be honest, I didn't like the fact that I didn't have much to do, because I'm actually pretty damn talented, if I do say so myself, because I worked hard at it. That's not me looking for kudos, but I work hard at my craft, and I just felt like I was underutilized. So there's not one particular one. There were many scenes where I just literally go in for a day and oh oh this is all I have to say? Captain, there's an ion storm. Should we go around it? Okay, cut. I'll see you guys next week. Sounds like shit. Yeah. Does suck.
1: I mean, is he's, he's in the front of every shot or most of the shots on the bridge. And he just You stands. do a great
0: impression. Do your impression of him. amazing see i couldn't do that because i can't sit still yeah that's it's amazing they could have really Um, saved
1: money by like making an animatronic animatronic of him in the first season and like only bringing him in for
0: a day a year cardboard cutout um uh like just like one of those like um uh what do you call it a real doll could have just got a. They could have just got Mayweather <laughs> real doll. would just be there.
1: Like, I mean, that should be the thumbnail. <laughs> after season one, where he just constantly talks about boomers, which is is only funnier and funnier. I think the only thing of note he has is the mirror universe.
0: Yeah, he had a nice. He had he had a nice wig in that looked good in that red uniform that yeah. man is in phenomenal shape oh yeah like, in the scenes where he's got his shirt off it's ridiculous he's the
1: uh what's his name of his of his time what's the uh doctor from discovery name escapes oh me. uh wesley cruz yeah where, yeah. Of yeah, his man. Time? yeah it's
0: just like, like like because he does nothing except like mayweather did nothing in the show so it's like on the like you know yeah. He has no reason to be in such good shape. <laughs>
1: Dude,
0: <laughs> Everyone man. else
1: is like, oh, I'll learn
0: my lines, and he's just like I'll, I'll do some push-ups. Yeah. yeah. Uh Garrett Wang was uh was was moderating the discussion. Um and he responded to Anthony Montgomery saying, uh, Anthony, I just wanted to say I feel your pain. Shields at 30%, Captain. Okay, you're wrapped, Harry. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mayweather got fucking Harry Kimd. Yeah. He got the least, living shit Harry Kimd out of him.
1: At least Harry Kim, he's not on screen constantly because he's kind yeah. of slightly off to the side. And yeah. they do, it's a bigger bridge, so they, they've got more coverage of not looking at Harry Kim. Mayweather's yeah. in this small set where every camera has him in it.
0: Yeah, Ridiculous And, and also, man. Harry Kim had the um, completely two-dimensional personality of being a massive dork. Mayweather yeah. didn't even get that.
1: No, Mayweather didn't get an instrument. Harry Kim he didn't got get. Two. A per- he
0: didn't get a personality. No, he got a backstory. A backstory is not the same as a personality.
1: He he was like a proto um, Discovery um, bridge crew officer. You know, where they're just off to the side doing nothing.
0: Yeah. It's My like... God, we can we can have them, but we, we don't have to do anything with them. <laughs> when you say yeah, them, but, but, hopefully I mean, should... you mean uh, bridge crew officers. Yeah, bridge crew officers, yeah. Yes. That yeah. don't... Oh, God. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about this until I just saw this, but this was apparently um, announced in May. Um, mm. Is the the Roddenberry Archive um, recreate sets from the first Star Trek pilot, The Cage? So, just looking at this story, it's saying it's going to be like an immersive experience, um, yeah. but they released a trailer for it, and and they they um, they kind of they premiered it at um, at Star Trek Las Vegas. They showed off a uh, preview of the experience uh, at um, the fifty six year mission. They've done. Um... Three D copies of the sets, as well
1: as physical copies. They've done three D copies of weapons. They've brought actresses in who look like the uh, ginger actress from The Cage, uh, and three yeah. D scanned them. You know they're they going
0: a bit all out on this, really. This this honestly, this even just these shots. Like I'm not sure how this trailer relates to it. Because like they're saying that they've recreated the cage, but there's a lot of shots from the motion picture. Yeah, that are like they again. They, these look like they were filmed tomorrow. This this looks phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and they as you say they seem to be building out more than just the cage. They seem to be building out. Um, you know, I'm just on an article here, and they've got pictures of recreated all the ships. So up to the Enterprise J up to you know a load of the background plates for cities and stuff like that the map paintings you know so they seem to be collecting and amalgamating all this stuff mm mm-hmm. yeah always good to uh, have yeah.
0: yeah so it's uh, deadline deadline reports the project coming from Otoy Inc um uh is been working with uh, the Roddenberry Estate, state and uh, there's some trailers on their YouTube channel and there's some behind-the-scenes stuff. They've got some of the producers from, like, The Next Generation stuff, so a lot of people that worked with Roddenberry mm. um, are all involved in it. Um, like, oh, oh, man, I really hope this comes to the UK. Have you ever done, like, a, an interactive experience?
1: Uh, I've experienced things in real life.
0: <laughs> ah, the ultimate interactive experience. Yes. Life. It's so lifelike. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, man, you can reach out. You can touch oh, things. Man. You can. You I, I, I haven't
1: done I haven't done any VR experiences that are like entertainment based.
0: Uh, so I, did, I, I, I need they, to. I did. I did. I did a, a Honey I Shrunk the Kids, like uh, VR hey. thing at like at, at Disneyland Paris. Yeah, and they they sprayed you with mist and they had shit running along the floor. Um, and I did a haunted house once and there was one where you had to sign a waiver cause it was like more hardcore and they like put me in a coffin and like threw and like, you know, pull, pushed me down this chute and stuff. And it like nice. got hot. And I was like, I was kind of like laughing hysterically throughout the whole thing. And then this like mad woman like came out and like made me drink, drink out of a piss bag. It was amazing.
1: it's it sounds incredible it sounds not to be missed
0: yeah man i hope this is like that i'd i'd love it if
1: you know if they start collecting it now hopefully in five years time or whenever we all when we all have 3d helmets and can all step into vr go into the matrix or whatever we can just go visit you know go walk around the enterprise because there's been there's been um, fan recreations in the past of the Enterprise D and they shut that down, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So if There's they, if they view, do yeah. it, yeah. Why not? Where you can just go into a room and you know see models of people and walk around the Enterprise and see the weapons and pick them up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be cool if they could do like, um, like you put the VR goggles on and you're in the holodeck mm. and then you can be like, give commands to the thing. Yeah.
1: You can, you can be Riker in um, the Enterprise finale. Yeah. I want to be oh. a chef.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the chef experience. Yeah. It's uh, the, the fucking 75-year uh, mission. That's their aim.
1: I want to be a chef, and 90% of what I want to do is talk to people about their banal lives. Great. We can do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, last bit of news um another announcement uh from the 56 year mission um nichelle nichols's ashes headed to space uh mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna they're gonna throw nichelle nichols's uh ashes into space
1: launch them not just throw them
0: <laughs> yeah they're gonna launch them yeah they're gonna like yeah they're gonna like launch them from a spaceship yeah. um the memorial space flight company celestis inc Announced plans to honor the late Michelle Nichols by launching a symbolic portion of her cremated remains and a DNA sample into deep space on board its upcoming historic Enterprise flight, which mm. launches this year on the aptly named Vulcan rocket. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I know yeah. Uh, J- Jimmy Dewin is, is up there, and I imagine like a couple of other ones are up there as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I'm, I'm I think Gene's here, up there, got... isn't he? We've got James Dewan, Douglas Trumbull, who is a visual effects master. It says here, visual mm-hmm. effects master. Um, I hope that was his like official title. Um, Gene Roddenberry and his wife, Major Barrett Roddenberry, all mm-hmm. up in space. Pretty cool. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for that's it for the news.
1: Uh, wait, the the one more. Uh for people who are interested in Star Trek comics and maybe I'll cut this into the comic Oh piece. yeah
0: you messaged me about this I didn't understand yeah, yeah. what you
1: were talking about So Humble Bundle is a uh, organization that gets it's a, it's a charity and they they group together you know products whether it's games or whatever sells them off cheap and portion of that goes to charity and you can Uh, They have a minimum price for whatever you have, but if you put above that, you can get more. Like, more goes to charity or whatever. So if you're desperate for Star Trek comics, if you go to Humble Bumble, I'll throw it in the link below. I haven't got it, but I'm going to get it. Um, There are 54 comics for £15. So whatever that is in your currency. So that's... Some Picard stuff. That's Q dealing with the Kelvin crew. There's some original series. There was the comic of of first contact. There is Discovery again. And there's Khan ruling in hell. So there's a Khan comic. There's the mirror oh. of TNG. So buff Picard. And oh buff yeah, Riker. buff
0: Picard.
1: Yeah. Cool. So it there is a fair bit on there. There's Cisco. There's at least one Cisco comic I've gone past so yeah it's for 54 comics you probably find one that you like for 15 pound or whatever your local currency is so yeah well worth it really i think that's a sweet deal yeah it'll be one I, i got um they had on last month or a month two months ago all the you know designing the uss enterprise books they had all those in a bundle for for 10 pound and i was like wow for 10 pound you know (laughs) feel stupid not to get all the pdfs of them
0: yeah yeah i guess that's it for the i guess that's it for the news um was there anything else that you any any other clickbait shit that that's been floating around i didn't have
1: any more clickbait more on my side good (laughs) i just had people giving their money to charity slash getting comics
0: Nice, we... beautiful, yeah, 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 man. You get some comics, someone else gets like food or a vaccine or something,
1: yeah, or just help with their energy bills nowadays, yeah, man, yeah. But then, if, if we've gone past news, we're on to yeah.
0: lowered eggs, onto the meat,
1: onto the meat, the meat of these bones, Lower eggs. Season 3, Episode 2, The Least Dangerous Game. So we can do incredibly short non-spoilers and then go into spoilers. So non-spoilery. What Did you like the episode? Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) That supreme confidence.
0: That confidence
1: that we only get here.
0: Yeah, but it was all right. I preferred it to last week's episode. It wasn't so heavily reliant on, on references. Yeah. Um, a lot more fast this episode. You know, yeah. I like fast. I like camp. I like goofy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. What about yourself? Yeah. You I thought her? it was okay.
1: I think Lowdex runs into trouble or like it falls into the same place sometimes where Mariner does something, has a story, an A plot, or Boimler has an A plot, and the other one has the B plot. And Tendi and Rutherford do nothing and they're all separate and they rush through concepts like they're like they're going out of style like if they don't yeah. do something then oh somebody's gonna beat them to it when the, there's like two or three concepts in this episode which I think could have made a whole episode and been enjoyable um but yeah I, I thought it I thought it was good I thought it was good
0: yeah I get what you mean about, about like rushing through so many concepts. I remember the very first episode of Lower Decks was a bit of a sensory overload. Yeah. There was just so much happening. I was like, fucking hell, they're cramming a lot into this first episode. Yeah. I mean, uh,
1: I, I think the A plot or the B plot of this could have been an episode and like had a much shorter A or B plot or, or mm-hmm. B plot for for, you know, doing the rest of it but we've got such, such short episodes, you know, whereas an episode of TNG, 45 minutes or something like that, the A plot would get half an hour and the B plot mm-hmm. would get 15 minutes. This, it's like, okay, we do the setup. We have that done in, in two or three minutes time. Then we've got yep. the A plot, the B plot, they run at once. They both get uh, 10 minutes time. But then we do a summary of five minutes and you're done. You're out. Mm-hmm. And it's like,
0: okay, um, cool. Yeah and it's weird cuz like when you look at like other animated shows like Family Guy like Family Guy has a formula of like the first 10 minutes will lead mm-hmm. to the next 10 minutes and then by the end of the episode we are a million miles away from where the episode started yeah um but it somehow has flowed yeah um so yeah it's um it it is a bit cacophonous at times yeah, but, I mean it,
1: it. It's the trouble of trying to rush an A A plot B plot in in half an hour. Yeah,
0: but um, overall, yeah, I enjoyed this episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers.
1: Spoilers. Do you, do you want me to, to do sum- an episode yeah, rundown? Do you, want, do
0: you want to sum up, sum up what happened? What did happen? Because I like I've only watched it once, um, and I and I had in, I had had uh, you know fair bit of the old snake leaf.
1: Ah. Uh, uh, I have also watched it once, so you're getting um somewhat off the cuff remembrance of of an episode I watched once. Okay, um, episode summary. So the lower deckers are playing Klingon D and D when they're told, uh, we're told Ransom is riding mariner. she he's trying to get her to make a mistake after we get told that uh, <laughs> he's like in charge of her last week. Um, Boimler's jealous of an ex Cerritos member who's been given captain after doing heroic stuff. Um, then the episode splits into two. We're going to do Mariner first and then go to Boimler. Um, Mariner gets called off to repair a space elevator with Ransom. Um, while Ransom sends Rutherford and Billings down to the surface to do mostly redshirt stuff, liaising. Um, the redshirts are doing the actual repairing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mariner decides to skip out on Ransom, parachute down to the planet halfway through uh ransom apologizes uh she goes back onto the platform climbs all the way up meets him parachutes back down again uh pretending that she never left and uh they go to the planet billings and rubberford are about to get thrown into a volcano for doing uh misdeeds on the planet uh ransom strips off saves them boimler's story boimler um gets told by tendy that he needs to open up to more things if he wants to try and make captain uh, he pretty much watches the movie Yes Man starring Jim Carrey <laughs> and starts saying yes to everything. So Springball, Bajoran Choir and being hunted by an alien species. Oops. Um, this alien species starts predatoring him around um, until he decides to stand up for himself and gets speared through the chest immediately. In <laughs> case we learn that the species has a catch and release policy and he's set free by... Uh, pretty much the end of the story
0: yay it was yeah. good man that was that was that was good they didn't need to like 10 minutes 22 minutes is too long too short you say i say yeah. it's too long this yeah just got you to do it
1: i mean who, who needs when i complain about them being rushed yeah i can rush through that quicker
0: yeah mate yeah um so like like we say, like overall, good episode. I liked, I liked the um, the um, sort of tributes to 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 some episodes, some to some of my favorite episodes, to the stupid sexy episodes of uh, of Star Trek, where where the away team goes to a sexy planet. Yeah. Um, to the classic Star Trek trope of the society is being controlled by an evil computer. To yeah. um the society based around the hunt. Hmm. Um all, all stuff I love. Yeah. Um uh not so not like we say, not so, not so reference-heavy as in like, look at this, here's a thing, here's a thing, here's a thing, but yeah. more like conceptual references.
1: Yeah. Like um, uh the the hunting species. Yeah, it's a reference to Predator, but we've also got the Herogen. And we've also got TOSK,
0: the TOSK, is the, it the TOSK The TOSK. It... The tosk. I think to- Yeah, the TOSK is we are TOSK. We I am are TOSK. tosk. Yeah. I think. I think that, like yeah, it was a yeah, it was yeah, it was a nice nice episode, um, yeah. from from series one, I believe, of DS Nine. A good good O'Brien episode. it's yeah. an episode of O'Brien being a nice guy. Yeah, um, of, of and, a species
1: and... that want is it, it's coded into them to be hunted. Yeah, so and, that's how it relates.
0: Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, I, I like the resolution in that episode. He, yeah. he, he helps he helps the Tosk escape um, because he wants to, and it's also in keeping with maintaining their traditions because it means that Tosk can can maintain the chase, can be hunted for another day. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we go through a lot of the the references, like you say? There's a, there's a couple of references up top, and then and then let's do yeah. the, let's do mariner's stuff like you say, and then we'll do pointless shit. Yeah, because the episode starts with a, a nice game of batlets and Binox. Yeah,
1: it, um, which, it's like a, a cross between D and D, the the Klingon challenge VHS game that I I thought the episode was going to revolve around. Wish it did it a bit. Um, and Star Trek Adventures which is the the actual board game.
0: And so like the game uh By- and Binox, Binox being uh, Klingon for coward. Mm. Um it's it's got um JG Hertzler as General Mar- or Chancellor Martok, I guess. Yeah. Probably General Martok for, for the um for the purposes of the story. Um uh as like the dungeon master in like yeah. an artificial intelligence that responds to what's going on in the game uh, doesn't this look like fun it does it does they've got to do it, it. they've got I to mean, do it now
1: if you've got a super powered ai of course dnd nerds are gonna do games using that ai where the ai is dungeon master everyone would prefer prefer to play you know that way <sighs>
0: Man, do you reckon that um, Paramount Plus is gonna be able to pull their finger out enough in, to do like a like a Star Trek Bandersnatch snatch with with no. uh, with Batleths and Binox? No. At, at <laughs> best there'll be
1: at best there'll be an extension to um Star Trek Adventures for for Batleths and, and whatever it is, <sighs> Banners. Binox, Banux. Yeah. We we hear in it that it's it's not actually Martok as well. It's oh the the Ferengi just make these for all the the Klingon um, generals, and he's desperate to get the Garon one. <laughs> oh,
0: it's yeah, it's an it's an expansion pack. You got the yeah. you got the Martok expansion pack. Before that, it will have been Garon. Before that, it will have been Kempak.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it would uh, definitely
1: be a game that I, I'd play.
0: I liked I liked the uh, I liked the costume pieces that they that they that they had, and it it inspired. Break out to... yours, come on! Yeah, man, I cosplayed as a as a Klingon once. I'll will send you a couple of pictures. You can put them up on screen. Um, and this is the I got this off Etsy. Look, you can see it's still got blood on it from my last campaign, from my last yeah. battle. So this was me when I was a when I was a Klingon. A glorious battle. Yeah, man. And here's where Bat left.
1: But it's it's also our first hint of what the episode, if it has a, um, to to me, and I say to me, but actually they call it out. So I'm not going to be, not going to pretend I'm some sort of super intelligent person. Um, what the episode meaning is, mm. in that Boimler in this first campaign they're doing takes the easy route Mm. takes the less uh, bold route and ends up becoming a Klingon dentist, which is, (laughs) (laughs) you know, dishonourable or or not preferred, let's say. Well,
0: I mean, like, the Klingon's teeth are all fucked up, so I'm guessing Klingon dentists um, do do fuck all. Yeah. Wolf Um, was
1: overjoyed getting that Ferengi two sharpener, so... Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Um... Uh, also, we get like in this scene when they're playing, when they're playing their fucking Batless and Binox, we get, you know, dropped into our two main things. We've got Mariner complaining about Ransom and we've got fucking Boimler discovering that that one of his old friends has um, has rapidly climbed up the ladder. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about him and his fucking um, insecurities later on, though. Mm. Um, let's just get straight into uh, what what was Mariner's mission what was their mission initially so Mariner's
1: mission they are around this planet they're orbiting this planet that has an atmosphere that you can't transport down through so they've got loads of space elevators around Mm. to get people up and down the atmosphere rather than everyone being on shuttles and one of these is broken down that's why some aliens are on board the ship and they're going to repair this space elevator or orbital lift as as ransom wants to say well, he has to state. say
0: because they're they're not called elevators, well, yeah, yeah, as well We're as along, along with the metric system um in the future, they've also adopted the british um term for an the elevator, network. which is yeah. a lift, yeah, and they're right yeah so but their mission is to one fix this platform hmm. and to do a cheeky bit of diplomacy.
1: Yeah. Kind of like liaise on the planet side and Rans- Ransom says to Mariner eventually like, Oh, I was just trying to make kind of like a bad decision. So you'd call me out on it and go rogue and I'd be able to like call you up on it. So he he's kind of sent the energy is down to do command stuff. And he's him and Mariner, the command track people are doing
0: engineering stuff. Uh, th- I think this is a stupid call on, on on Ransom's part. Yeah. There's a stupid call Um he's saying just yeah, I'm, I'm like, I've got a feeling about this. Let's send the engineers down to do the diplomacy and we'll do the engineering shit. Yeah. Hoping that Mariner's going to call him out. Meanwhile, Mariner's trying her best to be on good behavior.
1: I mean, he he does win in the end. He He just doesn't notice he wins.
0: He does does kind of, but he, you know, but only by doing the shit that he was supposed to do anyway.
1: Yeah, and he endangers the the mission, nearly kills two of his crew members. Endangers
0: the mission. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, what what's going down on that planet seemed a lot more interesting. Yeah, they have a sexy planet, um, like like Angel One, and like the the fucking the volcano. God people from the TOS episode, everything's all yeah. sexy. It and their society is based around health and wellness. So we're on the we're on the fucking Gwyneth Paltrow planet. Yeah, we're on planet goop. Um, I, I got a genuine laugh. I don't know about yourself because last last
1: episode you were asking, did I find it funny? Yeah. Um, that when you go down and there are a system of checks and balances where there's a psychic baby. And there's a sentient computer, and there's a talking volcano. Yeah, like, but well, this is convoluted. It's a, it's a set of checks and balances. It's a set of checks and balances. <laughs> Listen,
0: we are. It's not. It, it's not for us to judge this society. Yeah, um, but like they seem to have have it oh, all. But like, by, by the looks of it, they are. They're not wearing a lot of clothes, and everyone's super healthy they yeah. they they seem one with nature um you know they have a healthy attitude towards exposed navels yeah it it's risking being biting
1: social commentary as man. well in the a series of checks and balances for a government but they all are, are messed up um that's the us
0: the, yeah man the, like
1: the is... president the house and uh, congress and the house <laughs>
0: that's the us I mean, honestly, but like, is this, is, but would this be a better system of government? Everyone seems healthy, happy, and sexy. Um, Like, I, like, it definitely seems like a better governmental system than what we've got. Well, yeah. I mean, like, as long as there's consensus between the people, the psychic baby, (laughs) the living computer, and the sentient volcano. Yeah. Harmony. Yeah. Seems like this was a much better system of government, and and I think that we should, we should start making um, moves to 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 drift towards this style of government. It can't be any worse than upcoming Liz Truss. So. Yeah. Oh God, it's so going to be Liz Truss. Yeah. Oh
1: God. Um, but that that got a genuine laugh out of me. Where it's
0: like, yeah. we're a series of checks and balances. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> same same that that one did actually make me lol out loud
1: yeah i i think the resolution to that whole story where ransom is just like you your whole species about like wellness and health well look at this and just strips off i thought that was big, uh,
0: like, weak yeah you know? I, I i don't know i like i thought it was funny when um when when he rips his shirt off and you can hear people in the background and like the elder it's one of the elders is like you truly are wise yeah like his his pecs like equate to his wisdom
1: yeah
0: i I thought that was fun Mm. um what did you think of the um the the skydive gag i thought it was
1: as i say there are a couple concepts they just breeze past very quickly um, but I, I really like the there being orbital platforms because you can't transport down to the sur- surface. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense, and I don't think it's something we've seen before. Obviously, it's a gag on. It was
0: in Foundation. Yeah, it was in Foundation, and it, yeah, I think one it was of them in gets a, blown was, the fuck yeah. up.
1: Um, but like, obviously, we've seen the like it's mimicking the drill, the Romulan drill thing from Trek Nine but being an orbital platform that you sky diving down makes so much more sense.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, and like, well, I mean, none of it makes sense. Well, it <laughs> makes more sense than Oh nine. Yeah. But like, it's, I, I, I liked, I, I liked the, that she gets halfway down and she's got to run all the way back up. But yeah. like you say, they breeze past a lot of gags and I feel like we spent a long time on that gag. Yeah. What do you
1: para- think? and then parachuting back down again, but like asleep <laughs> after after climbing up so quickly
0: and being like, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, that was funny. I yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, um, like I say, like when when these when this show doesn't fucking jam every second with references, it can actually be quite funny. Yeah, some some of the themes that come up through through Mariners. Mariner's Hmm. storyline. There's a bit of a repeat of a theme that we had in last week's episode, which is this trust in the authority.
1: Yeah. I know you didn't like it last week.
0: And and I'm shown to be right in not liking it this week, I feel. I don't like that message. I don't like that this message keeps coming up. It's come up twice in this show. Last week, it was like trusting the authority and everything will be all right. And then this week, it's like trusting the authority figure and they might fall upwards, and you might fall up with them.
1: Yeah, considering, like, the episode calls out being bold versus moderation, and yeah. it's just like,
0: I mean, you know, maybe that is the message of the episode. Maybe... No, don't, well, they, they, maybe they literally trusted, call it out at the end of Maybe trusted authority, maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: sometimes, sometimes being bold is good, uh, as we learn through, like... Um, story but sometimes you've got to be moderate about it you can't just yes man your way through it yeah. and that that's what Mariner is right in wanting to go down to the surface because mm-hmm. uh, that's what they're ransom supposed to do that's what they're supposed bad. to be doing yeah ransom has made a poor decision yeah because he's trying to call her out but her doing it and breaking rank isn't great in a military organization which they sometimes are so it's like moderation like is this is this a big enough thing that you're going to um mutiny to do
0: yeah i'm thinking that maybe the reason that like um ransom is maybe not going to be a captain anytime soon Mm. is because he doesn't have that captain skill of the teaching moment yeah you know he's not got that like it's he can't do cisco doing Mm. you know that was your first mistake what was your second you know yeah the the teaching moment
1: comes from tendy whereas when mariner went to ransom's quarters there's space there to have a teaching moment but they gag out they use the gag that ransom doesn't particularly care and he's just like hyper focused on himself yeah You know, so it could have been a double teaching moment, but we, you know, Tendi can do it all. Yeah. Because God knows she doesn't do anything in the episode.
0: Yeah, man. Well, I I don't know. I would argue she has one of the more important roles in the episode. She kicks off a story and then bookends the end of the
1: story. She wears a towel. um, Yes, she wears a towel.
0: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I am spoiled for sexy green ladies this week. Yeah. Um but that's a good that's a, I reckon that's a good segue. Um to to go on to Boimler's storyline, which I thought was the more entertaining storyline this week. Yeah, for sure.
1: I much preferred Boimler this week. Yeah, and I man. think it better highlights the, the message that they were going for. Abs-
0: absolutely. Yeah. Um without Boimler it being
1: authoritarian.
0: Some... <laughs> yeah, man. But Boimler yeah, fucking I've got oh I've got some anti authoritarian stuff to say later. Yeah. Um, pointless, pointless, like I loved the the whole thing of the 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 hunter race, and him just like like in a in an evolved society, yeah, where people are are understanding and accepting of other people's customs. He just approaches some people and says, "Listen, I need help with this. Can you help me with this? Can I hunt you? Can I please hunt you?" Yeah. Um I love that. And I love that yeah. that, that like when Boimler accepts it and every, and you know, he he talks to the captain and the captain said, you know, learns that Boimler's accepted it. He's like she's like, don't get killed.
1: Yeah. Oh no, we had you know mimosas
0: together. It was great. Yeah. Um he's a lovely fellow. Yeah, man. From from the captain's point of view, Boimler is a starfleet officer. Yeah. But Bo- Boimler Boimler can handle being hunted. Yeah, stuffley officers get hunted all the time.
1: Especially, you know, there's nothing saying that she doesn't know that the hunting is only catch and release.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they could have
1: they could have talked about that over mimosas or whatever. Um and yeah. Boimler's just none the wiser because he just Well, they could have just mentioned race.
0: it to Boimler. They just got yeah. to mention it to Boimler.
1: Maybe you want your prey to not know they're going to get released cuz they'll take it more seriously.
0: Mm. well the adrenaline um gets mm. the blood pumping um yeah. and and that can that can uh, f- uh flesh out the extremities um resulting in in um, better quality meat um that's what i that's that's why i always tell people when i'm hunting when you them,
1: hunt them when yeah. you hunt them down and kill them yes
0: yeah yes um, so I'm just going through some of the, some of the stills from, from the hunt. I love like we haven't, we're not, even, we've not even ta- talked about the actual story of why he's doing the hunt. I just, I love Cranch so much.
1: Yeah. Did, did you hear why, uh, what the name Cranch is?
0: Yeah. Cranch, it's ketchup and ranch. Yeah. Which is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, maybe there are some more, me- uh, members of their race called Mayo must and yeah. mayo Q and buffer ranch, oh my god honestly American like my family is American, and like when I've been to America to visit i'll 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 tell you what right when people complain about white people food, in my mind, they're talking about two types of white people food they're either talking about British food, which is like just meat and potatoes and like. Gravy and just stodge, just yeah. like undercooked bread soaked in gravy.
1: It's all one color.
0: so yeah. you know, it's all just various shades of beige. Yeah, or it's the American white people bullshit. Uh, so there's British white people bullshit, and there's American white people bullshit, which is this fucking mm. crunch and mayo must, and like you see, fucking. Videos on TikTok of people making fucking like lasagna out of like fucking packet mac and yeah. cheese, it's or like... turkey
1: in a can, or tofurkey, or stuff like that. Ooh. Yeah,
0: I was in. I was in a. I was in a, a Walmart, and I found a packet of sliced meat,
1: mm.
0: and it just said meat.
1: Ah, yum! How? Oh, well, should we get
0: some? Like what, what? What do you want tonight? Me? I, I just have. I'll just have a few slices of meat.
1: Yeah. Oh, what type of meat? We've got steak in.
0: No, I this want that crunch I don't like. Meat. But this crunch I like. Yeah. So fucking Boimler's got some like anxiety going on. He's got. He's feeling some. Uh, he's feeling some. Uh, some low self esteem going on. Yeah. What's What's the What's the term for what he's feeling? crap (laughs) yeah man well it's it's It's, jealousy isn't it of like jealousy it's feelings of inadequacy he's got feelings of inadequacy he's like i like i i I was worried at the start of this episode when Mm -hmm. when he starts having this thing because i'm gonna i'm gonna get i'm gonna get real i'm gonna get real for a second let's dim the lights like i know i know i know i know how i know how boy was feeling man you know, mm. I'm 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 turning 32 in December and, you know, I've seen yeah. people that I went to school with, you know, hit milestones in their life. And it's and it's easy to feel like you're maybe, you know, not measuring up to this to this art, uh, this standard that you've that you've decided is 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 the standard mm. you've decided that. You know, in that moment, that person that you're comparing yourself to is is now suddenly the standard by which um, you should be measured. Mm. And like, obviously, it's 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 completely it's 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 completely subjective and, and it's completely made up. It's it's a thing that we all do, but it's it's all in our heads. There isn't like a an objective standard like that yeah. by which we should measure our progress in life. Mm. But fuck, it's easy to do it's easy to it's it's really easy to to find yourself comparing yourself to others and and finding yourself inadequate you know it's why fucking instagram like it has been has been linked in in studies to to having the the biggest impact on its users' mental health in in a negative in a negative sense for sure you know um like don't something' like don't want it don't you know something like I, I remember i can't remember the study but there's a study out there that like focused on teenagers and were like how does instagram make you feel and they're like it makes me feel like shit but i can't stop using it i can't stop comparing myself to the accomplishments of others and and finding myself wanting um it's 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 too easy to do but it's it's completely it's entirely in there it's completely yeah. subjective it's it's not it's not objective, it's not a real standard.
1: We're all running um, different
0: races. Completely. Yeah. Um I have to constantly remind myself of that fact. I really felt for him in this episode. Um and I think that his solution, while clumsy, you know, yeah. it's it's a good microcosm of of it's a good microcosm of some good advice, which is, you know
1: be ready to say yes to things. Yeah. Don't Push don't yourself. go into a, a situation that's negative.
0: Absolutely. If you're not happy with 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 where you are and mm. it, and if you can look at how you've gotten to where you are and point out where you've gone wrong, then that's the first step in making changes of, of changing your the direction that you're going in. And
1: if you're in a rut, you know, as I say, it's the movie yes man which is a, an okay movie for for Jim Carrey, you know modern day Jim Curry where he gets he gets told to just say yes to everything and it gets him out of a rut that he's in. And Boimler's in a rut and he's never gonna make command in the way he is. And he still realizes at the end of the episode by doing things, you know, by being involved, by being in Springborn, doing choir and doing all this sort of stuff, by being a finger painting model, he gets favors from people or he gets seen in better light from people. So getting out of your rut is good. Maybe just mm-hmm. don't sign up to be
0: hunted like prey, you know? Ah nah, fuck it. That sounds fucking awesome. Like that fucking like that haunted house experience I told you about.
1: Yeah. I'll be hunted.
0: I'd I'd definitely sign up to being hunted. Yeah. I reckon I could I'm sure you'd I reckon I like, could be hunted.
1: I'm sure there's experiences like paintball experiences where you could just sign up for, right? You get half an hour. We've got an acre of wood here. You've got, or you've got a couple of acres of wood here. You've got half an hour. You need to um, not be killed within an hour.
0: Oh, no. I get 10 people released on you. Draw it out over a week. A week. Draw it out over a week. I'll fucking do that. I'll be ready for a week.
1: They just show up to your work with, like, a spear or, like, a club. I'll, ju-
0: I'll just, yeah, you just tell work, like, listen, at some point I may have to very suddenly disappear. Yeah. They're just like, I don't know what happened to Ethan. He ran out of the restaurant and, like, this guy ran through into the kitchen and out the back. Yeah. Place to
1: yeah, I'm down for
0: that. I know people. Yeah. I know people in various parts of the place. Yeah. I know people in America. I know people in Europe. I've travelled. I've got I've got two passports. World. I've got I've got two passports. I'm like Jason Bourne.
1: I I, I so do like what, the, what, the piece what else, that what else gets, like else um, So
0: we got to say about about um fucking Boimler's Boimler's fucking nonsense. I I do like um, the piece
1: that like turns him around um which is running into the D&D Martok, who says like the only way you can lose is by letting the predator define who you are. So, never back down, never cow, which I'm so sure would have been like never back down, never surrender. Never surrender. That was a direct
0: fucking Galaxy Quest reference. Yeah. For sure. That has to be. That had to have started as like, it's gotta be. That had to have started as like a direct Galaxy Quest reference. And then they'll have, I reckon they've chickened out.
1: They should have used it. It's not like Galaxy Quest didn't borrow from them, you know? Exactly.
0: There's just do tit for like, tat no, and go, like, it's, meh. It's, it's too obvious. It's like, uh, uh, as if they have a fucking problem with things being obvious. Yeah. And then he uh, gets
1: caught monologuing like he's um, the dude from the Incredibles <laughs> and gets staffed for the chest immediately.
0: Amazing. Yeah. His his moment of like, uh, the hunted has become the hunter. Hmm. Uh, honestly, have you watched Prey? Spe- just like. Yeah. Totally, let's non sequitur for a second because this is obviously like as much as it's a tribute to Tosk and yeah. the Herogian. It's, it's, it's definitely predator, a, yeah. it's predator. Like how good is prey? the the
1: marking on the head is yeah. is the predator. It's it's know. prey.
0: It's prey. She does it in prey. Yeah. Have you seen prey? Yeah, I've seen prey. Prey is so great. Good. The actor that plays the 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 main character in prey. She was in the most recent episode of Reservation Dogs. Okay. Um, she plays like a hippie chick mm. um doing this like decolonization seminar for, for these kids on, on this Native American reservation. Um I, I love reservation dogs so much. It's an all-native American cast and all indigenous like production team and everything. And I loved that episode. It was interesting to see that like across cultures mm. from here in Britain. To all the way in America to insular and 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 you know minority communities like Native American communities in Oklahoma, hippie chicks are kind of annoying <laughs> as fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. um, uh, and I would I would know. I spent a long time cosplaying as a hippie in life. Like, yeah,
1: I, I think you know, pray if if it does absolutely nothing else, and it is. A great predator movie, but if it does nothing else, it shows it's going to show, undoubtedly, why representation, like at small levels, matters. Because if that if that uh, woman doesn't get like a decent acting job in a franchise, I'll be shocked off my ass.
0: That woman doesn't get MCU or whatever. Oh yeah, man. She oh she could be Thunderbird. Yeah. And, and why not? Thunderbird. I mean, oh, no, because oh, but they better not fucking kill her, yeah, because Thunderbird was in one comic, but you know, doesn't have to be, I and mean, doesn't it, have to it, be Thunderbird, no, That's it, it shows
1: why, like, and a Predator is obviously like, or Prey is taking off a franchise and doing something reasonably big with it, but if you've got lower levels of representation then you find actors and actresses that you can go like no let's put them in this big thing let's do this with that with that actor and actress because that they're, they're a decent actor and actress people like them let's yeah. let's elevate them up and yeah you know she did that she was great in it
0: absolutely they did it with uh echo i don't believe that echo was a Native yeah. American character in the comics but the actor that they had to play was Native American they got yeah. um a uh, a Native American actor to play her dad he's also in Reservation Dogs mm. okay he plays the local um the local cop it's funny he's a big conspiracy theorist in, in the show it's very what's funny what's Reservation
1: Dogs on for me to stream um, it's on Disney it. plus
0: it's oh, basically okay. it's 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 like um it's these, it's these kids that live on on a reservation in Oklahoma and it's just like the shit that they get okay. up to and they, you meet various different members of the community um, and I watch, I watch it partially out of that out of a sense of that generational guilt that mm. I have because my family is from the American South and from everything I've learned from my family history, a lot of them were bastards. Um, so in the South. Who would? I yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate. A yeah. lot of them were bastards, and some of them were cousins. Um, and like, so and a lot of listen—is the American South still yeah. with it? Um, why do you think I'm like this? Um, I, I will add. I will even if even if I'm not enjoying something made by all Indigenous people, I'll I'll play it in the background just to just to give them numbers. Yeah. Let's get back to lower decks. Yeah, in fact, so yeah, we we, we were talking about it being predator, weren't we? Yeah, Um, like you say, Tendi Tendi has the teachable moment because she doesn't
1: have anything else in the fucking episode. No,
0: Um, and like neither did Rutherford. Really, like we 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 checked Uh, in with Rutherford, um, but everything Rutherford did was off screen. But it's what I complained about
1: last season that it's the Mariner and Boimler show. And Tendy and Rutherford are our guest characters in it. And yeah. I prefer, if I'm honest, I prefer Tendy and Rutherford to if I had to pick Tendy and Rutherford or Mariner and Boimler, I prefer Tendy and Rutherford.
0: Yeah. I can see like, do you do you feel like they were kind of maybe trying to have a bit of a I I don't think that this is this is what was happening. But mm. I can definitely predict that people will think that this might happen. In. Um Tendy was there a bit of a thing with Tendi and Boimler going on then? I've seen on the um
1: so I, I I've only managed to watch the episode once, but I was watching it while reading um feeds on it, and people were like, Oh my god, she was sitting on his bed with a towel on. I'm just like you, you can kind of tell like some commenters that have have only seen women on TV uh <laughs>
0: you've never had a flatmate
1: yeah especially yeah. in like star trek times where like sex is a bit more open and you're just like yeah man I mean, come on guys you know
0: yeah i i hope that's not what they're doing um i think that was a kind of clumsy way to if if that is what they're doing i feel like that was a clumsy way to telegraph that that's what they were doing yeah um like i've had flatmates like I say, I used to live with a lot of hippie. I've painted my naked flatmates, as you do. We were on acid, finger paints. Who isn't? It's a good night. It's a good night.
1: Do Do you think um, that is this episode was minor course correction, or like character evolution for Boimler and and uh, Mariner? Because at the end of the episode, Boimler is still saying, uh, "Oh no, I'll still be like." bold boimler and mariner learns mm. a lesson that you know sometimes you've got to follow the rules what a lesson and, and not be so headstrong do you think this uh, is like minor uh, course correction or character evolution like next um, i you're feel I,
0: I i feel like this is this is minor character evolution for boimler um course correction for no This is course correction for Boimler character evolution for uh, Mariner because Boimler already learned this lesson and was assigned to the Titan.
1: Yeah. And then got taken away from him.
0: And immediately regressed to an idiot again. Yeah. So I feel like this is maybe course correction so that we still get like, so that we get like, you know, confident Boimler that got promoted again. Yeah, um, and and character evolution for for Mariner because she's learning. If I stop being my um, or try and stop being my least favorite
1: of the main four? <laughs> um,
0: so, Mike, I'm, were there any more moments that made you LOL out loud? What one last one? The in
1: the in the final game of D and D, Klingon D and D, the Boomer's dishonorable death, where. He demands blood wine when he's being bold in a bar. He gets his arm ripped off and he gets killed with his own ripped off arm, which is a dishonourable death because he died by his own hand. Definitely made me laugh. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah.
0: That's fun. I, that I did fun. like
1: that. And then he's still like
0: what what is your ex- absolute favorite thing about the episode?
1: I think it's gonna be it, it's overall gonna be the Klingon vhs D game mm-hmm. which i think could have been because i was thinking that was going to be an episode in itself yeah but last week we were talking about oh, i was really looking forward to the klingon vhs game episode and that that this is kind of it and it kind of skips over over them as a framing device and you're like it's
0: a great okay. It's honestly they've got to do it i'm telling you star trek bandersnatch yeah Klingon, Klingon Bandersnatch, that's what we want Klingon Bandersnatch, come on baby I
1: mean, what is Netflix doing Like making like games where it's just Snake or whatever, when you could make Games that are the VHS Game of something
0: Well now Paramount Plus has got to do it Yeah So maybe one day when we're old men When we're old um, And for me My favourite things have got to be Crunch, mm-hmm. Crunch was great Yep. Um I, I liked him giving Boynland notes. Mm. Um, and I liked the inclusion of Cetacean Ops. That was good. Don't jump Don't into Cetacean with Ops your... with your shoes on. Shoes on. Yeah.
1: It's
0: just rude. Yeah. So overall lessons learnt in this episode. Um, because yeah. you know, Star Trek, you've always gotta you've always gotta have something to take away with you. Yeah, what what was um, your lesson? the I mentioned the recurring theme of of trusting in the authority. Now, this episode did a good job of um of pointing out the flaws in that argument. Um, and I just want to do a little bit more of that because <laughs> the theme of last week's episode and one of the themes in this week's episode is is what you would call a logical fallacy, an appeal to authority, um just because an authority, Claims such doesn't doesn't mean that what they are claiming is true. Mm. Um, When people talk about science, when when they reference science, they are not making an appeal to authority. Um, They are referencing whole bodies of work that have that have gone into a conclusion when a person of any structure of dogma points at a point of authority and says that this is right because that person says so, that is a logical fallacy. It's hmm. a fallacious appeal to authority. And like I said last week, that authority does not necessarily have your best interests at heart. Um, they might
1: drop you in a volcano.
0: They might drop you in a volcano. Um, <laughs> but if that authority and a general consensus is met, between that authority and and other authorities and the people that maybe you being dropped into that volcano was the right thing to do. But simply appealing to that point of authority for that decision is not enough. We must reach Mm -hmm. a general consensus. Um, And that is the difference between a fallacious appeal to authority and referencing scientific method. Clumsy a bit, but I've had like four beers and a couple of joints, but yeah. You know what I'm saying
1: I think I will borrow the the same lesson of the film yes man, which this episode is that you can say yes, you don't have to say yes to everything you just need to be more able to accept um the possibilities that fall on your lap absolutely and I wish you would step down from this ledge, my friend there I reference a completely different film
0: oh would you step back from that ledge, my, my friend, friend. We can tell with all the things the boom I don't remember the words.
1: I only remember the bits that were in Yes Man. I quite like Yes Man the film. It's not a good film. Uh, I quite like it. It's
0: a great film. I once tried the Yes Man challenge. Um I lasted less than a day because loads of people were just messaging me going oh let me fuck you in the ass and oh eat this dog shit I found and you can't oh, tell people you're oh, doing couple... it. yeah like I was trying to get like I was trying to put I put the message out to get good offers and all uh, I got was like come and come and help me steal it.
1: not a good plan. I was just not like
0: like plan. yes man challenge activated a few hours later all right enough of the yes man challenge you're all assholes
1: yeah but hopefully the the people listening here other than myself, when I edit, will be more ready to accept the opportunities that lie on their feet from watching, from watching the episode, from watching the movie Yes Man, and from hearing us talk about the episode and the movie Yes Man.
0: Yeah, I hope you get the most from from us talking bollocks. I feel yeah. like you would. I feel like people. Yeah, people can watch various different thing, various different mediums. Um, But I think that the the most that anyone can get out of anything is watching two nerds talk about it online. Live, long, and prosper, you dumbasses. Peace and long life, double dumbass.